0: You know, you just hate when you roll the wrong intro, folks. Obviously, this is X-Vlog Live. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL, and pardon the disheveled look. Uh, It's been a week. It has been a week. Today has been a day. Um, My unbelievably awesome nephew, Tyler, is going to be staying over for four days. So, of course, I'm prepping the house for his arrival And I'm running here, there, and everywhere. And I literally, folks, I literally just got done doing the wash. Yeah, that's right. Mr. Boomstick is Mr. Mom. And I am okay with it uh, because that's what has to get done. Folks, listen. uh, What can I say? We are officially seven days and a couple of hours away from Starfield if you're going to play through early access. Uh, I... I'm so honored. I am so privileged to sit down with Mr. Bethesda himself. Scalzi TV, what's going on, brother? Welcome back to the program. I know that you are going to have a lot to say. Pete Hines and Phil Spencer out on these Game Gamescom streets talking about the length that they have played this game, the confidence coming out of Todd Howard and the team at Bethesda is on another level. I think I think what we have seen in the last couple of days is the confidence is that this is the one game that every Xbox fan has been waiting for. We have heard the words, true next generation game, the first next generation game of this current gen of the PS5 and Xbox Series X and S gen. We have a lot to get into.
1: How are you feeling, brother? Welcome back hey man i am so glad to be here uh thank you for inviting me on uh hello to everyone in the audience you know i i will probably fair warning i will probably go on one of my old hype randles, or rambles <laughs> randalls dude, dude this is a olde- conversational
0: <laughs> podcast i say go crazy
1: i'm not saying i'm doing it now it's just probably going to happen because we're talking about starfield and <laughs> it's a just like kind of tldr in my life right now i have been Rewatching that like one hour 50 minute starfield showcase over and over again every day i'm resetting my sleep schedule so i'll wake up at 7 p.m um ready on august 31st <laughs> an hour before i can play the game for early access starfield is absorbing my life right now and yeah. i tell about it and Gamescom because Gamescom had some interesting stuff happen too. Uh, but no, it's great to be here. Um, all the hype has brought me back from from the dead, as it were. <laughs> I'm feeling better, so uh I'm super excited to, to be here today and talk stuff with you.
0: Well, you know what? Being that we're talking about RPGs, right? Um, I want to bring up an RPG that had uh a few weeks ago taken the world by storm. And of course, uh skulls we were talking about Baldur's Gate 3 now. It is a C-RPG. Uh, it is not a game that is normally territory that I like to play in because it's very technical uh, from its looks and its feels. It's very PC-esque. Not my thing. But the the amount of buzz that Larian Studios had gotten for this game, which right now is in the running for Game of the Year. Um, it has broken... Concurrent Steam records, uh, like never before. I think the last time that I checked, it was uh, was 843,000 concurrent players. Now, to be fair, the hype has kind of dwindled down a bit. And and again, this takes no shine away from what Larian Studios or Larian Studios has brought to the table. The reason why I wanted to open with it, and I know, folks, we are here for Starfield. And we're going to get into it. But I do have some really great news for Xbox players who are, were all under the impression that we, or not we, because I'm not going to play it, uh, that Xbox gamers would have to wait until 2024 for this game. Now, originally, Sculzy, and again, I don't know if you've heard about this, the, the uh, pointing of the finger. Uh, was that the Series S itself was holding the game back. Uh, and obviously, uh, you know, they're a subset of a group of people that went around, you know, blaming the Series S and pointing at Microsoft for making another dumb, dumb move. Turns out that Larian Studios themselves has confirmed that not only it wasn't the Series S, but they honestly and truthfully wanted to get out of the way of Starfield because obviously it would have launched right alongside the PlayStation 5 the day that Starfield comes out. And to be honest with you, let's I mean, I'm not a business major, but I think I have a, a, a you know, a business major in common sense and I don't think you want to take your CRPG and run it against Starfield. Not because one studio is better than the other, not because one studio deserves more shine than the other. No. But you're going up against what is already being called Sculzy, a generational game, and as we know, Bethesda is known to do that. So I have two particular uh, tweets here, and of course I just want to you know give you the who exactly uh, this is. Uh, We we have Sween uh, 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 Venick. Now obviously he doesn't have his title down here, but he works at obviously, uh, Larian Studios. Now, I want to read the two specific tweets that are um, very important to the conversation. And, of course, we'll get your hot take on this. Uh, This is what uh, happened at Gamescom. It happened, obviously, yesterday. And uh, they go on to say this. Super happy to confirm that after meeting with Bill Spencer yesterday, we have found a solution that allows us to bring Baldur's Gate 3 to Xbox players This year, something we've been working towards for quite some time. Now, it also goes on to say, uh, all improvements will be there with split screen co-op on the Xbox Series X. The Xbox Series S will not feature split screen co-op, but will also include cross-save progression between Steam and Xbox Series consoles. Split screen for the Series S is going to come in an update at a later date. Now, I know that there's going to be some people and go, Look, you see, it's the Series S, but the problem is it's not that simple. If it were that simple, Larian would have never come out and said it wasn't the Series S. The problem or the issue at hand is they knew that they, they're a small team, it's a small company. Okay. They, had to get their bread and butter out first on the PC. Then they needed to have a team to release it on a console that was going to have a a significant amount of player base. The PlayStation 5 is the larger player base, almost three to one, skullsing. So it makes sense that if you don't have a big team and you only have so many resources, well, what you're going to do is you're going to focus on a uh, console platform that does not have a Bethesda game launching at the same time that you're going to put your game out. So you can get your uh, CRPG on this, on this platform for players that are going to look over who are not going to buy an Xbox and play Bethesda, which you're crazy if you're uh, Play Bethesda Starfield, and you're crazy if you're not, but you want to focus on this. So it makes perfect sense. So it's not technically the, the Series S. Yes, is there some extra development that has to go into it? Sure, but if they would have put the resources and there was no behemoth known as Starfield, I'm sure they would have released equally. So, Scalzi, hearing this, and obviously I I bring this up for two reasons. One, it is an interesting story, and it does debunk the Series S um, shenanigans, but you're also... A video game developer working with a small team that only has a subset of resources. Now, your game that you're working on is only scheduled for PC because of the resources that the small team has. So, I really want to get your hot take on this new development on a game that was originally expected to be delayed until next year. And speaking with Phil Spencer, and and thanks to uh, Destin Ligari of IGN who confirmed. With IG uh, um, on his IGN uh, uh, um, segment at Gamescom with Phil Spencer, that Microsoft, or specifically Xbox, has sent a team over to Larian to help finish, uh, you know, get this game across the finish line. What are your thoughts on this, man?
1: Yeah, so my my take on this might be a little warm, maybe a little hot, um, because I think I think they're telling the truth, but I also think they're being a little political with it at the same time, at least from my perspective, first off, Boulder gates, uh, boulders gates, one of those legendary franchises has been around for a very long time. I remember playing it like 15 years ago, um and it's it's you know it's not the type of rpg my cat sneezing in the background the very second i i start talking oh, that's okay, he's hey, brother, quiet so. he's quiet the whole time until <laughs> 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 but uh no it, it you know it's an, it's a crpg over the top it's definitely a lot more depth to it and that's one one reason why i think a lot of people are looking uh and at, at boulder gate boulders gate 3 is this like breath of fresh air right because a lot of the rpgs have been more watered down Uh, recently to a certain extent um so i think people are excited uh, for it for that reason i'm excited for it i haven't played it because i'm trying to keep my pellet clean for starfield so i don't have to abandon the game (laughs) to start up uh starfield when it comes out but to get back to the the entire situation with um with with the delay uh or the anticipated delay for xbox and everything i think what what my my opinion is this i think they knew they they knew when starfield was going to come out you know, for a while now, same as everyone else. Back when the original delay was announced, so they would have uh, they would have taken into consideration uh, their launch time uh, way back when Starfield was delayed. Excuse me for one moment. Ugh. So I think what happened was they they kind of had as a plan B um, for for at least the Xbox version of Baldur Gate three to not be a focused development for that reason, because they knew Starfield was going to come out. It's a, it's an Xbox centric platform. So if, if they wanted to rush a, a, a port out, it would be the PlayStation one and, and rush out might not be the right terminology. It, it might just be like, their focus is on this. Uh, and while they're working on both, they know that the PlayStation is where their core audience is. They know that um, they won't have to compete with Starfield uh, at least during that launch window um, on the, on the PlayStation uh, platform on the ps5 so i think what might have happened is is a while ago they did decide that some point maybe six months ago i don't know when they decided hey we need to push the the playstation version so it can release on time and maybe maybe we'll hold off just a little bit on the xbox series s version because this isn't the first time we've we've heard of the xbox series s be accused of holding something back and 90 percent of it is that you know, the opposite side of the fence. The, uh, the console war people trying to just blame Xbox for making what they would call an inferior console. But at the end of the day, Technically, that's what the Xbox Series S is. It's not inferior in terms of an insult. It's inferior in terms of technical capability when compared to the Series X. The X is going to be able to do a plethora of things the S can't do. So if you do right. want to release right. your game on both platforms from a developer, you will have to take some some cuts, or at least if you don't just make the entire game not have X so it can release on both platforms at the same time. You're going to cut something Uh, an element of gameplay mechanic less graphics whatever rtx whatever it is you're going to cut something so it can release on the s um now with that in mind do i think that the s's limitations would have been uh complicated enough to where you'd have to delay the the xbox version of boulder gate 3 just for like split screen or co-op or something i don't necessarily think so i mean yes it might be harder to to uh optimize the game on the series s to have those gameplay mechanics uh, but really i would think they could get it to a state to where it would be passable and then patchable in a week or something later or two weeks uh but you know i i don't know their their development situation um to me it, it seems like there's just a little bit more going on here uh as much as I love Xbox and as much as I trust uh, the developers, I still think that they are at least playing a little political here with their statement, because for the S to be launching now on time, but suddenly it's, it's lacking a couple features to me. I just can't completely ignore that as a developer Uh, to me, that that says that something technically had to be sacrificed. Um, But like I said, that's just me talking outside. I I really don't know. (laughs) That's just my ignorant opinion of their circumstance. Right. So, um, but either way, we're going to get the game. They're they're not going to release it cutting the entire mechanics, right? They're going to put everything they said would be in the game in the game. It's just going to take a little bit longer. Uh, but at the end of the day, um, it's not, uh, like you said, it's not a, a matter of is Bethesda Game Studios better, Um is it a matter of his starfield better no it's a matter that starfield is and it's an anomaly right now it's going to be a major release in gaming one of those generational releases if you thought Skyrim was re-released or at least uh had such a long lifespan because even today Skyrim is still played uh it's still getting updated in terms of many major mods Starfield is going to be that times 10 if not times 100 so Game developers are going to notice the giant, uh, mysterious monster that has wandered into the ecosystem, regardless of how they feel about it. And and so are the fans, and so is the entire industry. And Starfield is that monster that everyone is waiting to see what it's going to do next. But so far, everyone is saying it's a good monster, and I, I can't wait to experience the monster for myself. But but no, that's that's my long-winded take, I guess, on the Baldur Gate 3 situation. <laughs>
0: No, no, I mean you, you from a developer's point of view, I'm happy that you did in fact clarify some things uh, and and again, just just for you know so for for clarification because you know folks, I'm always about numbers. like I'm a numbers guy. Um, Larian Studios currently as of as as, as of this year has four hundred and fifty uh, employees. so not small in the sense where there's like sixteen people putting out a game. There's four hundred and fifty people there. But at the same time, Boldar's Gate 3 is this monster RPG with an infinite amount of endings and different ways that you interact with the characters. Uh, so, and by the way, the gentleman that I had made mention that actually tweeted this was the founder, Sween Vinick, uh, 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 or, or Ben maybe that's how you, you pronounce it, uh, was the one that actually did the tweet who actually met with Phil Spencer, just for clarification. So it's not just, oh, some rando met with Phil Spencer and said, yeah, we're going to get the thing done. He's actually the founder of the company. And obviously, he sat down with Phil. They worked it out. Phil's going to send help over there, as they do with many studios. And Bulldoors Gate 3, at some point, maybe it's November, maybe it's December, and, and, Scolzi, maybe, because Phil Spencer is who he is, and obviously they're trying to push Xbox Game Pass as the platform, maybe this becomes an Xbox Game Pass day-and-date release. Uh, That would be cool. See, at that point, I'm willing to try. I don't know if I'm going to like it, Um, but I will give it the old college effort if I have time outside of Starfield, because I'm going to tell you this right now, and I'm going to say this publicly, I feel bad for every other game. Like, for me personally, I'm not buying another another xbox game or not pretty much outside of i'm not buying a game outside of mario wonder the new sonic um and of course spider-man which i already have pre-ordered um i i, I bought a bunch of games and i'm not playing because i don't really want to invest in anything i'm playing uh, vampire uh survivor uh every day uh because it's it's quick you get in you you know lock out a five point achievement you play for half an hour you unlock something a new weapon I don't want to get into in, into anything, uh, because I Starfield is gonna is gonna steal my life.
1: But I'm like, I feel bad for games. I feel bad for my family. I feel like I'm being deployed. I'm like having the talk with my family. Oh like my this goodness, is the last week. This is the last hilarious. week. Seven days, and you're not gonna see me again. Oh my god! Movies. Yeah, that's what, that's fun. Walk Empire before a week's up. <laughs> oh my, that is that's I'm funny. leaving the house. Like I'm, I'm going outside and trimming thing bushes that I have put off my to do list for months, just because I want nothing on my mind. Starfield yes. is a good thing for me in that regard, but also a bad thing because when it comes out, everything is just gonna gonna be gone. <laughs> like yeah, I'm joking, I'm still gonna see my family, but you know, no, I, see we, we know month. you're being we
0: know you're being facetious. We know you love your family. Listen, real <laughs> quick before we get into Starfield and what Pete Hines and Phil Spencer had to say. I gotta catch up on the super chats. And we got a super chat here that is just monstrous. Uh, you don't get many of these. Uh, and it's I don't ever feel that I'm worthy of such a, a gift, but we're gonna we're gonna get to it. First of all, the first super chat of the day comes away before we were even live, before Skullsy was even here. Nightwolf3186 drops an outstanding ten dollar super chat and says, Hey boom and panel. Hope everyone is getting hype for Starfield. Speaking of hype, was at a family trivia. Um At a local sports bar, and I swear I must have seen five ads for Starfield. Love it. That's awesome. I get a lot of messages from people saying that before, like, when they're watching on YouTube, if they don't have YouTube premium, uh, they before, like, a lot of these shows, they're getting the the, the ads for Starfield, which I think is amazing. Uh, Our good friend Sith Lord drops a very generous $2 super chat and says, did you see early copies are going... For one hundred to six hundred early copies, yeah, I,
1: yeah, I, I yeah, guess they're people out there are like um, taking them from GameStop and stuff. GameStop gets the shipment early, and they're not supposed to put them out, but either they people steal, or steal uh, or the thievery, them, steal someone sells them, just
0: nauseating. Corrupt Listen, manager. folks, I mean. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I think it's going live if you're on the East Coast, at least from what Hargeet said last night on Primetime Gaming, which by the way, we had a, what a, what a laugh riot time. We had a lot of, a lot of fun yesterday. Everborn Saga, uh, uh, throwing poor, uh, um, K. under the bus about his double dragon addiction, uh, live on the air, folks. It was hilarious. Um, if, uh, I think it's 8 p.m. Eastern, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, rather than midnight, which is going to be great because I'm going to get at least five hours. We're going to have uh, that Friday, that Friday morning. We're going to have um, a, a, a Starfield launch special breakfast with Boom. So obviously, we want everyone to come by and give us your, you know, your stories of where you are and what you know what you found so far, how many hours you spent in the character creation. I hear people say I'm going to spend a, a, a ten hours in that because I want it to look like me. I'm gonna I'm gonna really try to make it look like a Mr. Boomstick, but a virtual one.
1: Uh, that's always my quick, problem, man? I yeah, just it, it's so gonna be.
0: <laughs> this is this is this is the game. If there if there's one game, Scully, that you're going to really like, take your time and put the effort into making because th- that's what you're doing. You're making a virtual you. You want this to be you because you're you're going to. Be able to tell your friends, this is my story. This is how. This is what I found. This is where I am. This is what faction. This is what side story. Yeah. I did when I found I this see, armor.
1: I want to see me in photo mode with the stars behind me. Holding Dude, behind absolutely. Me. Yeah,
0: and it's gonna it's gonna take some time. Hopefully, some of their pre their pre renders are like close, where I don't got to do cheekbones and earlobe sizes. I don't know if I want to do all of that, but I'm gonna give it the old college effort for sure. Hopefully, they at least have a mohawk one. That's not all the way back with spikes. Because that's I always do the mohawk
1: get. too. I <laughs> always crazy give me. myself a mohawk and a beard now since I, I have one in real life. Um, we have a very generous member
0: of the chat that dropped, Skulzy, a $100 super chat, which is just crazy. So, Scott Gamer, dude, brother, thank you for the outstanding and ridiculous generosity. He goes on to say this. I was at work today. Happened to be talking about Starfield. Some random guy chimed in about waiting. He said he had some friend doing a review and was told it's, uh, it's not playable. If it is a real reviewer, not supposed to even talk about it uh, 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 to talk about it yet. Annoying, full as uh, he, he said the guy was annoying full of S dude. Yeah, I mean I, I maybe just want they to have hate on things. Maybe they don't. Maybe somebody's just being, you know, just a jerk. Don't pay them any attention, brother. We got seven days to go, and we're gonna all, every one of us, gonna be all in on this. um Seven days.
1: It's like the ring, but Todd Howard will crawl out of your TV. Oh God! <laughs> drag it's, you win the starfield.
0: <laughs> let, let, let him take me away, please. I, this world sucks. <laughs> we have uh black sausage dropped a very generous five dollars super chat and says, "Welcome back, Skullsy. What what specs are you running for Starfield? Uh, he's currently rocking a a seventy nine hundred X and a thirty ninety Ti with a sixty four gigabits of DDR five RAM. Hopefully that's enough. So hyped! Uh, are you playing this on uh, on PC or you're going to play this on Xbox? Skulls uh
1: I'm doing PC. I'm mostly I'm mostly a PC guy. Uh, let me check. I forgot my my exact uh pr- processor but i could look up my uh my details here real quick yeah, so yeah, I, I i know that uh okay so i have an i i have an i9 1090k so that's my processor it's it's pretty okay. good i built this like i think a year or so ago uh, my my gpu is a uh rtx 2080 uh ti but it's not a regular one it's some some rare like super one that evga sent me because my first standard 2080 ti died in the first two oh, months i rma'd it they sent me another replacement it was dead out of the box they sent another one it was dead out of the box i'm like can i please get one that works so they sent me an upgraded card and this is like some rare like only 80 of them were made and it gets oh. like 30 80 stats so i don't think i need to upgrade for starfield at least i know i'm not planning on it so fingers crossed it'll be able to do all the bells and whistles and shinies and 4k goodness that starfield has to offer so i'm a little annoyed that dlss S, whatever those letters are all the s's yeah isn't the dlss
0: yeah but
1: you know it'll it'll get modded in at some point and i I've, i'm hearing conflicting reports that that the FSR or whatever it is, the, op, the, operant, the, 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 the opposing force, the Op4 if you will, over there in graphics card town, um, that it'll, it can still run DLSS anyway. So I don't know, oh, but either way, either way, if, you're, if you have a good computer, you'll be fine. If you don't, the game will probably offer enough content for you anyway, that, you know, turning the graphics down won't kill you. <laughs> but those are my yeah. stats. I think I have like 32 gigabytes of Ram or something. I don't know how much deep, how much, g ram or anything. it's it's a good computer i should be all right
0: <laughs> yeah i mean listen I, well listen I, i'm playing on xbox series x because i i don't have a pc that could run it uh and i wouldn't play on pc anyway because i have a very nice tv which i'm gonna upgrade this year uh samsung just released a new tv it has the xbox hub it's got all the bells and whistles it's actually outdueling the lg because uh, i'm not an lg fan I know a lot of people love those tvs i'm not i'm, I'm a samsung guy uh, I just got only, a new
1: Samsung, so
0: oh nice, nice. The, the only thing that this TV doesn't have is Dolby Vision, and I know that's a big deal for some people, but the way that Samsung they have a new tech, I, I, it's it's getting five out of five stars. So I don't have the exact number of the TV, but I'm I think I'm gonna treat myself this year by the end of the year. Uh this TV's from 2019, and it's it it's old, man. It's not old in the sense like I'm old, but it's old enough where I, I need a new TV to appreciate all of these, uh, like something like a starfield, And uh, we'll talk about that in a second. But listen, I'll catch up on the rest of the Super Chats momentarily. I got to talk about Pete Hines here. Uh, Pete Hines uh, has over 160 hours in the game. That is minuscule to who's next, who's been playing uh, in Phil Spencer. Um, But what he said is that in the 160-hour playthrough, he is currently involved in, Skullzine, he hasn't even, by his words, cracked open what this game ultimately is. And that is saying something. Like, he talked about specifically staying away from certain quests because he doesn't want to see how they pan out, and he finds himself going here, then everywhere. See, that's how I'm going to play. I talked about this before, folks. Please, if you uh, th- throw a tomato at me, if you're bored, uh, I am. I am. I'm gonna. No, I'm gonna have where I need to go, Skullsy. I don't know if this is how you play Bethesda games, but how I play them is, I look on the map, or I have a pointed out direction that I know I have to go in. But if something to the right or something to the left is gonna be shiny, and I'm gonna be like, ah! and I'm gonna start walking towards that way, and I'm gonna get there, and it's a base, and I find a new weapon. Kill a bunch of bad guys. Hopefully they're pirates because that's going to be my thing. I'm going to be a pirate hunter. Um, and from there, I know that all I have to do is turn around and go back the same way. And then, boop! There I, this is where I got to go. But I am going to look over the horizon and say, "Well, when I was jetpacking and throwing grenades here, there, and everywhere, I saw something uh, you know down yonder." And I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. You know, one of the, somebody asked. Um, Pete Hines on on Twitter, uh, and that's what I and, and I got and I got to give credit. I got to give credit to Pete Hines. Got to give credit to uh, Phil Spencer, um, Todd Howard, and 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 just about anyone that's been working at Bethesda that can in fact answer these questions. They've been answering the questions. Even like Randos. Like hey, one of the ones that I read that I thought was interesting was, hey uh, Pete, what if I don't want to leave this planet for like the first 20 hours. Am I going to have enough to do? And he says, you're going to have infinite things to do. Um, so you want to spend the first 20 hours of this game on a planet that you found? Go ham. Because you're going to find something new around every corner. And we have learned, which I think I didn't get, we haven't talked in a while, I know there was a lot of talk. Oh my God! There's no vehicles in the game. What are we gonna do? Have, it, have this jetpack is upgradable. It is basically gonna be. It's gonna be your vehicle on your back, and I absolutely love that. But let's let's get your your, your thought and theory of of Pete Hines specifically telling, uh, talking about this during the interview, that he has over 160 hours in this game. And he has yet to even crack open what this game ultimately is, dude.
1: That That is why nothing gets me hyped for a game usually as much as a Bethesda Game Studios release. Because very few games can that can be said about and be, be completely true in a sense that there's much more even beyond that amount of hours. Uh I, I generally don't even touch the main story or finish it like within the first 200 hours, like of Skyrim or Fallout 4, for example. Fallout 4 was worse because I just kept building freaking settlements and playing Sim City in the post-apocalyptic wasteland. Starfield is is gonna be no different. Um and, and Starfield is, is perfect for me because the way I usually start a Bethesda game like Fallout 4, for example, is it has the grid on the map, which is perfect. You know, search the area by grid, start at the top of the grid, zigzag, search search the whole grid. Uh, which works for Fallout and Bethesda games because they do put rare items just sitting in a bush somewhere. Like, and if you don't go looking in that bush, you won't find it. So that's uh, I'm I'm a completionist. I like to collect all the things. I'm a I'm a Bethesda hoarder in all their games. Any item I can find that's collectible, I have one of it. <laughs> it will probably be no different in Starfield. And Pete Hines saying that you can spend so much time on one planet to me is amazing because. Like you, like probably everyone else that plays Bethesda games, you start the game with with a plan in mind, right? You're like, I, I'm going to do this. I'm going to live a life in this town. I'm going to focus on this quest. But what happens? You see the shiny thing on the distance or a dog runs up and talks to you and then chase, and then you follow it down the pathway. Now you're on a quest. Bethesda games have this, this capability of drawing you off the path you're on onto yet another adventure. And then here you are two hours later on top of a mountain drinking mead to stay warm. Trying to hunt a vampire when you were just collecting uh, garlic. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. So Starfield is gonna kind of take that, and that's always gonna be part of the game, right? But but for people like me that like to uh, do everything, which I am gonna go to every planet in my first playthrough. That's my goal, right? Uh, which is something I'll get into in another uh, here in another minute. But Starfield is good for people like me because when we want to do everything and we want to explore in in like a OCD style manner. You can spend a lot of time on that one planet, right? You don't, you'll you'll know I'm on this planet for now, but at the same time on that planet, you can still see things that can sidetrack you. But at the end of the day, you're still focusing on serving and completing that planet, which is perfect. So, it's it has every. Potential play, uh, gameplay loop that anyone could have. If you're someone that wants to spend a lot of time in space, boom, go up there. There's tons of content there for you. If you want to stay on one planet, if you're a homebody, there you go. If you get bored on that one planet, there's another 900 for you. Pick one <laughs> to stay on for a while. I, I just can't wait to get lost in this game. Um, and to, to wrap up at least this Starfield ramble that I did give you a warning about at the beginning, <laughs> um. Starfield is unique because Bethesda Game Studios games have a lot of replayability and that's not even getting into the whole modding jungle right but at the end of the day Bethesda Game Studios games while there is radiant AI in terms of, of general quests that can happen most all the handcrafted content is set in stone in Skyrim right when you do every side quest when you do every main quest when you do every faction quest. You've done it, and when you replay the game, well, there's different choices and avenues you can take. You know what the quests are called. You know what they're gonna be. You know how to trigger them. Starfield will have that, but as we as we saw from that giant uh, gameplay showcase, a lot of these planets that are that do have handcrafted content, that had that handcrafted content will vary from playthrough to playthrough. So I can go to Nirvana A B, a barren planet, right, and go to the northern hemis uh, the north pole. On my world, there is an abandoned mining settlement there that that doesn't have a quest, but I can get a bunch of material and resources. But in your game, there's a quest there, a radiant quest. That type of replayability potential is going to make Starfield insane, especially when you take into consideration the already built-in handcrafted replay potential based on your traits that you choose what factions you choose to align with uh what planets you go to for first you know however you manage to tackle the constellation quest so starfield like i said at the beginning of this thing is going to be a game that's going to last for a very very long time (laughs) just based on one playthrough and then when you take into consideration all the other playthroughs you have with varying content that's still handcrafted, and then finally at the end of the day, when you're two thousand hours deep and you played the game five times, mods. This game's gonna, this game's gonna be out there <laughs> for a long time, and I'm ready for it.
0: Yeah, that makes two of us, dude. I am all in on everything that they're going to be bringing to this. But listen, I, I, I want to bring. Phil Spencer into the conversation. Obviously, the head of, of Microsoft Gaming folks, we know he's a gamer, right? I mean, through and through he's a gamer. All he did was talk about uh what he's playing on his ROG, ROG Ally while he's out at at Cologne, Germany, you know, attending Gamescom. But he said in in an interview, folks, that he has played 15 different runs. He's in his 15th run of starfield like now he didn't specifically uh skulls break down the you know how many hours per playthrough but it's Phil spencer and and obviously 15 playthroughs you know i mean is that is that does that equate a thousand hours does that equate to 1200 1500 hours because pete hines got 160 in just one playthrough well, I mean, I'm no mathematician by any stretch of the by by any stretch of the truth, but let's just say for shits and giggles, Scully, that he did play for a hundred hours each only
1: per, per, per I mean, it's run. possible. He didn't say the timeline. This could be right, right. throughout development. He,
0: that would be fifteen hundred hours. Just just you know, low balling it at a hundred. Um, this is, you know, he said something during another interview and we talked about this in the green room is anyone and and, and this question goes out to the chat and i'd, I'd kind of like you to throw an answer in there like right now the confidence level that bill spencer has in the brand is unlike anything that we've seen in a very 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 long time um there's something to be said, folks, and again, I, I don't review a lot of games. Uh, I have reviewed quite a few, but there is something to be said about taking your game and giving it to influencers and reviewers of every, every size, shape, and, and uh, you know, follow length through almost three weeks before the game actually releases. That, that so when you when you when you see that happen, Sculzy. I think it's safe to say that they are confident that this is going to be something extremely special. And that's actually what Phil Spencer said. He used the word special. Um, and Wandering Dutch, our very good friend and, and brother uh, 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 on Primetime Gaming, is out there with Boxenberger and Xbox Mike and Gaz and a whole bunch of other incredible content creators. And I bring, I bring Wandering Dutch up because he said that when he came out of the theater, that they have uh, set up; it's 300 people to show Starfield's gameplay. He couldn't. He I mean, because he's not under embargo. He's he, he watched the theater. Everyone's talking about it. What he kept saying is the lighting is is next gen. The combat is next gen. The uh, the gunplay from moment to moment is next gen. He actually said it is the true first next generation game, and then when we finally see this game in full. For ourselves, we're not going to believe what we're saying. So that, that so that's when you go and you hear Phil Spencer out there, who of course he's a company guy. He of course he's going to say good things about his game, but I never really caught uh, really you know pegged Phil Spencer to be a rah rah guy for no reason. He gets excited because he's a gamer, and he said something Skulzy that got me very excited. Now we look back. To, X, uh, to Xbox and uh, E3 or post E3 of 2018. And, you know, we had a bunch of studios that were announced. Uh, we got a lot of promises on hardware. We fast forward a couple of years, Bethesda gets purchased. We get some promises on hardware. And here we are. We're in 2023. We're coming up in November as the third year of the console. A lot of people have been asking... I haven't seen anything that this console really makes me say, wow. And this is it. This this is the this is the jump, according to Phil Spencer, the jumping off point for Xbox first party moving forward. And it's going to be Starfield to start it. And then we're going to be blown away each and every time. Hellblade, Motorsport. You know, you just you just keep putting them out there. Avowed. It's 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 going to be one banger quote-unquote after another when you hear that i know you, you your confidence and your excitement is through the roof already with starfield but when you hear the head of microsoft gaming saying that this is indeed something incredibly special what what are your thoughts on that dude
1: you know i i love phil spencer because like you said he's not just a hype man he doesn't just you know wake up in the morning uh, put on his His cheerleaders outfit with a frown like all his all of his hype is natural right and the cool thing about him is he's even though he's in the position he's in up there as an exec on with xbox he's still kind of one of us so if he gets hyped about something it's kind of the same stuff we would get hyped about and he knows things so he wouldn't get hyped about something like we would if he knew bad things. His hype is extremely genuine, uh, especially considering Starfield and everything in the future to come. Uh, I've been saying two things for a while, which touches on uh, the the point of this topic here. Uh, The first thing is I've been saying, you know, we're not only... Uh, at the very early stages of a golden age uh, for Bethesda Game Studios, but as gaming as a whole. We're going to be seeing some monsters come out and just be insane. But also, one thing I was saying about this particular generation of gaming, the Xbox series and the PS5, is I felt like uh, this might not be the best example to use here, but I can't word it in any other way. I, I felt like this generation was born a little bit prematurely, right? I feel like they the consoles maybe should have baked in the oven for another year or so because... Well, we did get some bangers uh, since you know we've been in this generation for a while. Um, I, like everyone else, I feel like we just haven't hit the amount of separation of quality and and gameplay mechanics that you would see from previous jumps in gameplay uh, in gaming uh, technology um, generation uh move you know uh, increases so starfield i think is gonna be that because we haven't really seen a a true uh current gen or next gen i guess whatever you want to call it from bethesda game studios uh starfield is going to be that um and i think it's going to also if, if people aren't working on if developers aren't working on something that's going to push the limit starfield is going to lift uh that bar way up there now um in many ways because the game looks great and it's not running with RT. It's not running with ray tracing. It's global illumination. So they're not using uh, the brand new bells and whistles that they could be using. And it's still, you know, it looks it looks amazing. And there's a good good uh, reason they're doing that too because it makes it more accessible um, on, on consoles and at the same time more accessible in modding. So um, yeah, we we are just at. Like the hype for Starfield is insane right now, but this this hype is gonna taper and then go back up with each new game that's gonna come out over the next year, uh next couple of years. And I'm I'm super excited for it. Um, you know, Phil Spencer, he knows more than we do. And uh <laughs> if he's excited, I say we should be excited. So yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean I mean what what could you say? We are we're we're we're, so we're we're on the cusp of what some people would consider like video game magic. And I, I and I, I know there's gonna be people out there like, eh, yeah, boom, it's just another, you know, Bethesda game. I mean, listen, if you if you can't get hype for this game, I, I'm not gonna sell it to you. I'm not getting a dime. I'm just I'm just a fan. I'm here to talk about Xbox and I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I I think that um, what we have seen in because I I mean, like how many people here, and I know there's a couple of people that have watched it over 50 times, I have watched. The direct for Starfield, twenty five times. Like yeah, a lot of the times, I'm 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 watching it like when I'm playing in the background of one of the shows, uh, and I'm watching it with everyone else as I'm as I'm podcasting. But like physically, I've sat down in a couch and be like, I could be watching something else, but I, I really want to see this. And every time, Skullzy that I have I, ha- I have I have sat down to do that, I noticed something different. Um. What about you? Are, are, are you, like, in the same, like, mindset? Like, when, when you watch it, you said you've lost count.
1: Yeah, I watched it yesterday, twice. So I'm going to watch it again today. I'll probably watch it every day <laughs> up until release. But no, I, I pause it, like, every, you know, 20 seconds to, to look at the UI, to look at, you know, what, what is this planet? What resources are on it? I, and I'm, I'm seeing the, uh, you know, the chemical names for things like what is cl3 h25 or something you know that doesn't really exist but and, I, and i'm googling the chemical element combinations to see what stuff is and learning about new stuff in the game and like oh this is a transition metal and it could be used for this and i'm like oh wow so that that's going to be in Fuel. i'm going to need to keep that in mind and yeah i'm noticing something every single time i watch it even though i've probably watched it you know probably about as many times as you i don't know i i, I definitely lost count um and it's, it's great because, uh, you know, to be honest, if Bethesda released another gameplay trailer right now in engine, I'd really want to watch it. But honestly, I might not because I'm at the point now to where I don't want to see anything else. I just want to rewatch the stuff we've already seen um, yeah. because I want as much new stuff. Uh, and new discoveries as possible when I play the game, because that's what they keep saying Starfield is all about. It's your adventure, but it's also yes. about the discoveries you make. and And a lot of these will be unique to you because of some of the the background procedural generation stuff on some of the the barren planets out there. Uh, so, yeah, um, when I say that, I do want to clarify there's going to be much more handcrafted content than we've seen from Bethesda Game Studios. The, hand, the, the procedural stuff is still handcrafted. It's just used to bake in some content on like maybe two, three hundred. I don't know how many of the planets that really don't have a purpose other than you just feel like exploring today. So, um, so no, I, I, am super, I forget now here I am rambling on and I've lost track of no, my no, no. Original. Listen, this
0: is, people dig it. This is you know, we're, we're two guys hanging out with a bunch of, first of all, I, I don't even know how many people here. Let me take a quick look. Wow. We have almost 600 people here. So uh, everyone is excited. Obviously, this is one of the smallest shows that I do weekly to have this many people. Obviously we sold this as, as a Starfield game. Um, You know what? Before you continue to ramble, because I love it, I love this kind of by the seat of your pants conversation because it's real. I gotta ask you, gotta ask you two questions, and I know you know we're, we're running into you know uh, the the, the, the you know, like what are we like almost fifty minutes in? We still got about thirty minutes to go. I have two questions for you, cozy that I probably should have opened up with. Um, what were your thoughts? on the live action uh trailer like did it give you goosebumps the same way it did for me and more importantly what we'll follow that up with is what are your modern expectations for iconic spaceships uh let's let let's cover this one of a kind launch trailer this live action launch trailer What, what were your thoughts on that dude
1: so that was, you know, one of the things a lot of people thought would happen because that has a habit of doing a live action trailer, uh, usually towards the end of their stuff. So I was expecting one, and I thought it was beautiful um, because one thing I hope Starfield has is that you know emotional connection because it's really immersive, right? That that, that draws that that magnifies the immersion level uh, times a uh, hundred. Um, and Fallout had some of that good emotional connection for me in terms of like your your son some people didn't like that i i like the element of of having your son in the game and something you know a little bit more emotional uh maybe not my third playthrough <laughs> i got a little burnt down on it uh but no it definitely gave me goosebumps the starfield live action trailer uh and at the same time it kind of uh sets the vibe for where we are now because we are technically awaiting launch on our adventures right uh the live action trailer showed somebody walking to their ship getting ready to, to launch uh the child with all the imaginations and possibilities in her eyes like it was beautiful i i wasn't expecting it the day we got it i was kind of expecting another another trailer kind of like that but uh no I, i'm glad we got it and now i know I, I think that's gonna be the last thing we see from bethesda uh minus any games com stuff that there is to the talk about up until the game comes out I, I thought it was a perfect idea for bethesda to do uh Great vibes, definitely got goosebumps. <laughs> I, I get goosebumps just by watching the stupid Starfield direct. So like, I guess I'm I'm pretty, pretty sensitive to the Starfield, <laughs> the Starfield hype. But no, uh, I liked it uh, to answer the first question. Um, and, and the se- What was the second question again? Cause here I am rambling and getting caught up.
0: Well, no, 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 it, it, we're going to get to that in a second, because the second one is you're a PC guy, and this makes sense to you. Does't make sense to me? And I know that in the past when you when you activate mods, it it somehow dimin- you can't get achievements. So I don't necessarily know if I'm going to do that, but l- let me let me speak on my thoughts on this. Um, and you know what let, let's let's well, get let's, the let's... chat involved here. Let's have some fun, folks. Uh, I, I got some super chats we're going to get into. Uh, we will get. We'll catch up all of them as well. The Welsh gamer in the chat, my very good brother. If you don't know who the Welsh gamer is, you're missing out because he helped me launch years ago when it was just me and him. It was just two guys. We think we like. What are we gonna do to celebrate Xbox? And that's where um, you know I came up with the Xbox Factor podcast, which of course you saw as the opening. Which if, with, what a dummy! Like, like I, I, it's been a day, folks. It's just been. It's been a day. But he helped me launch the Xbox Factor podcast, oh, five years ago, uh, Welsh? I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's been a minute. And uh, obviously, he comes on. Usually, uh, he comes on for, like, the big shows. He was just on uh, uh, with uh, the with huge panel for the June show. Uh, shout out to my brother. Um, we'll get to his Super Chat momentarily. Um, so, folks, obviously, we're, we're all about interaction, right? We're all about getting you, you know, your opinion. And I want people to be honest, like if, if it didn't move you, that's fine. not everything is not everything works. For me, I got goosebumps. i've watched I've watched that opening a dozen times already.' opening the uh the, the trailer. Uh, in, in in the chat right now, one to ten. what do you what do you give this Bethesda commercial? Because for me, it's 10. Like I see that. Um, Scalzi and I'm like, we need a Starfield show. We need a starfield film. we We, we need something some because and again, I, I'm not talking about it today, but they did show some footage from Fallout, the TV series, and they said it was really, really good. Like this is what probably Halo should have been, but that's fine. Maybe they'll reboot Halo and get rid of Master Cheeks. I, I don't know, but they said it's really good. After seeing this commercial, like I think that, that we have to get a show at some point. I look, I, okay, so let's, Johnny Ravioli gives it a nine, strong. O C D A gamer ten, a a ten, um, a fan ten, Sean Johnson a ten, whole grain bread ten out of ten. A lot of tens here. Uh, Le- uh, Leonard Herrera nine, Andrew Green a nine, Game Shark a ten. Um, let's see. <laughs> the Dusty Uno. I've a good brother. He gives it an 11.5. I love it. Uh Abdel 114, 9 out of 10. Uh, let's see. Let me see. let me go down to the bottom because now people are starting to okay. Um Steve Fresh, 2180, gives it a six. Okay, don't don't throw tomatoes. That's his opinion. He's allowed to have it. Uh M uh, Makouf, uh gives it a 10. Uh Giggity 08 gives it a 10. Um uh Panos is like halo was good stop the hate i mean it was good it just wasn't great um I-, I wish it was better i liked it i i watched it twice um i just don't like the helmet off thing like we don't need to see his face his face if you read the books is pasty and white and that's because he never takes off his freaking helmet keep the helmet on that's all i'm going to say um Let's see. The Bosch Gamer. Thanks for the kind words. Boom and chat. Love you all. Well, we love you too very much, brother. I'm glad that you and the family are doing well. Um, okay, so most people really enjoyed it. For me, I think that it does kind of throw its stake in the ground um, that this happened to open up, op- uh, open. Uh, you know, the, the the show for Jeff Keeley. Um and uh again, it's it's it opened the show, folks. It's a big deal. Um, I I'm I I don't I wasn't expecting this. I know you said that you were Skullzey, which is awesome. Um, I personally uh you know, I, I had no idea we were gonna get a live action commercial and we got one. And the last time that I saw something that out that was this bombastic, at least for me personally as a gamer, was the Titanfall one back in, uh, I think it was late 2013 or early 2014 when Titanfall launched as an Xbox One exclusive. And that trailer was dope. Like the robots knocking on the glass to the guy to come out, jump out of his office, and he jumps into the, yeah, into I into never, the Titan. And it's I never, I never but like, I always wish Pretty really dope.
1: I love um, Met Warrior and Battletech, so I just. Never got around to playing it. I got a friend named uh, Panda. He loves it, man. He tells me stories about multiplayer, how he runs on walls it, and jumps. It. It's, I'm like, man, it's, why did I never play this game?
0: <laughs> probably one of my favorite games, like if not the favorite game of last gen. Like honestly, for me, I'm, I'm a Titanfall dude. I am devastated that we that the third one hasn't been made yet. But let let's move on to the second question, Uh, and that is the modder expectations for iconic ships now there was a tweet that someone put out there that someone i don't know what moderate was made a millennium falcon based on the tech that is used for the ships already uh in starfield so it's not a one-to-one but if you are a star wars fan it looked like a Millennium falcon version of a starfield ship um from a pc mindset because that's where you come from how big is the modding community gonna be with this game just just i mean you're laughing and i know that what you're gonna say is what i'm thinking but I, I still want to hear it from you
1: uh, so tonight i don't know what time zone you're in but when it gets night outside in a clear night and you can see the stars go outside and look up and that's basically how big the modding potential so so for a good example, I'll give is so Fallout four, you know how you can build settlements right? There's probably about a hundred mods uh for Fallout four. To where they just give you additional shapes to build with for for buildings additional textures it's going to be that for ships so so someone was able to build a millennium falcon now using whatever they were able to make and it's not one to one through mods there it will be possible for a one-to-one millennium falcon and uh, you know any other ship you can think of the the firefly from uh any uh, other dude, any ship yes. and then not only that but when you have all these mods combined you can then make a ship with any component from any one of these mods uh, so, so yes, just on the ships alone, the modding potential for Starfield is huge. And a cool thing I think we're going to see, uh, at least I hope, with Starfield modding, is the introduction of a lot of new modders into the community. I know myself; I plan on making a like a pirate radio station mod for Starfield. Uh, so I'm going to dabble in the modding, um, modding myself, and. I think that we might see some of these ships. Uh, these ships just get uploaded, you know, like to, to modding sites, to where you can just download this ship and all of its parts, and then you can then have your Millennium Falcon or yeah, your uh, X-Wing fighter, or your Firefly, and then you can take it and make it your own from there and upgrade it and get crew to to walk around and and fly it with you. So it's just going to be insane. Anyone with any type of sci-fi, adventure, fantasy, space adventure, fantasy, this game's going to nail it for you. Um, and then even if you're like an uh, absolute Star Wars fanatic where you only like Star Wars, give it a year, and you'll be able to play Star Wars with mods in the game. So, you know, it's... That's the thing. This game has so much just with how it is now. We're hearing from people playing the game, telling us how it's great, you know, with what little they can tell us. Mods aren't even out yet. <laughs> and, and they're going to continue to come out year after year and get bigger and better. Ten years from now, Starfield is probably going to be a beast that that leveled like if Starfield was a Pokemon, ten years from now it would 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 be like one of those rare God Pokemon that the player can never get, but you hear about in the lore and it destroys everything. And there's like <laughs> stories about it. I can't wait, man. I'm so hyped.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's I I'm I'm interested. And let me, let me ask you because I I don't know. Uh, I have heard people in the chat. I've heard people talk online that normally with a Bethesda game. When you, because you can have mods. That modding disables achievements.
1: That depends um, on the platform. Um, oh, so okay, okay. yeah, so with Xbox as a console, it might depending on the mod, right? So um, Bethesda but I mean, has just
0: for like so much a so ship much- mod rather than oh I'm 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 God and I, I have unlimited ammo and I can do whatever I want like God mode kind of a thing.
1: I wouldn't yeah, that- for that. For that. No, I, that's that's what I'm hoping is Bethesda would would not have those types of mods. Like just you're downloading a ship blueprint um, be uh, disable achievements, right? Because at first on consoles, it was that mods would straight up just disable them. But then as it evolved over time and Bethesda built in like creation club content and official mods and stuff ah, okay. as DLC, okay. stuff stuff won't disable all mods. But if you're a PC player like on Steam, I don't think it matters at all. You could install a mod to where your player can look at someone and just flick them into space, and you'll still get achievements, which is a little you know, um exploitative. But at this, but at the point, like if you're playing the game for achievements, you wouldn't do that, right? So you, you have some more leeway. Um and, and worst case, uh, if, if something to disable mods on PC, people usually will make like script extenders. Uh, which will then re-enable the mods or the the achievements uh, through mods. So, so basically, all you really need to worry about is it on console. Um, I, I, it, we're a little too early to tell how Bethesda is going to handle that per se. I would hope they'd have some kind of baked in like system like uh like um a ui or something for specific blueprints for ships at least using the in-game components and structures you know so this this player didn't download anything to make the ship look different or more be more powerful they just built this ship using what's available to them.
0: like a skin skin if you would
1: you know yeah like a blueprint right you just download it and there it is and then you know and then you you now have it in your game so you can repair your ship to look like that again or upgrade it uh, there's there's a game that I that I've been playing a long time uh, over the last year in pre- preparation for Starfield called Imperium Galactic Survival which honestly is the indie version of Starfield It does everything Starfield does to a certain degree. It's just not as in depth, but it's a great game and you can download ship blueprints using the stuff. And then what happens is you download the blueprint and you, you save it as the set blueprint. So from that point forward, if you do upgrade that ship, you can repair it to your upgraded version of the blueprint uh, rather than just what you had when you started it. So, so there's a lot of questions I have with how Starfield is going to handle that per se because it, 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 this is the perfect uh, opportunity because bethesda games are known for their great you know mining communities uh this is a great opportunity to even expand upon that and give it some more functionality and, uh, and some more like systematic Ah, uh, built-in stuff with blueprints for ships, and not only that, but also outpost buildings or even entire bases, right? Because some people might want to use the base building mechanic, but they may not feel, you know, creative, creatively confident enough to do it. They may not want to have the time to learn how to do it, so they'd rather just download a blueprint, right? That someone made that looks cool. Uh, people do that for Empyrean. I hope we can see stuff like that in Starfield.
0: Yeah, me too. Uh, like I said, I, I'm I'm super I'm super stoked uh, to see what the modding community does. I'm hoping for uh, some version, or maybe even a one to one of something like Boba Fett's ship, like for instance. That's something because I'm going to be a bounty hunter. That's the class I'm going to pick. I originally was going Ronin to bring honor and integrity back to the the uh, universe, but I have now changed because bounty hunter is like something i'm gonna do and i'm gonna hunt pirates that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna and phil spencer by the way is a pirate you know that, know that. he is stealing sandwiches, <laughs> sandwiches left, left right, right and center it's
1: always people. the nice guys that are
0: <laughs> um so i'm gonna be a bounty hunter i'm gonna hunt pirates i'm gonna look i'm gonna look for trouble uh, and i'm gonna make a lot of money of, of bringing in these bad guys, dead or alive. Hopefully, you just okay. got to kill him. You're not oh, actually gonna capture
1: I'm gonna be kind of the middle road, right? So I'm gonna be a ex chef ex-chef because you know I, I used to be a chef. It. Why not? Why not do it? I'm gonna have <laughs> kid great. stuff so I can have my parents to visit and take care of because that's wholesome and sounds nice. And uh, my guy's gonna generally be a good guy, but he's gonna look for some opportunities for you know some profit, right? He might smuggle Aurora once in a while um, if he sees like a ship that might be piloted by some some jerks. Who deserve it, you might pirate them, but he's not gonna, you know, go around and take out innocence. But he's gonna like try a to walk soul away. who's
0: basically <laughs> gonna steal uh, everything that's not nailed down. And my brother's basically said, uh, Neo Mental said he's going to not only jack chips, but he's gonna steal and save and and collect sandwiches. Which is, you know, not, not <laughs> I mean, I'm already right? gonna
1: collect everything, sandwiches will be in that list, so <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Listen, let me catch up on these super chats. And then we'll do some outros, folks. So, again, this is a re- one of the rather smaller shows, 70 minutes in and out. Um, hopefully, you enjoyed it enough that if you're finding the channel for the first time, you consider subscribing. And, of course, while you're here, if you're already subbed, you can do two things. And, again, only if you want to. One, hit the like button. Super easy. We don't, it doesn't cost anything. You Boom, you hit the like button. And if you're feeling generous and you want to help us grow because we're on the hunt for 14K, you uh, you can share this out on social media. Uh, of your choice, and maybe get some new viewers to check out the show. Um, Dragon Knight uh, seventy-seven drops a very generous two dollars super chat and says, uh, "We are eating good, and we haven't even had Gear Six yet." Yeah, it's, Xbox gamers um, have a lot to get excited about. This is this is. The, I think we are on the cusp of being able to confidently say, "This is the Xbox that you have honestly." Been waiting for a uh, Highlander. 001 drops not one but two um uh, um super chats. I, oh, you know what? You're absolutely right, dude. Hold on a sec. I I did miss a uh, Highlander's ch- uh, super chat from last night. I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, I had it. Let me just let me pull it up from last night because I, I I get really angry at myself when I miss it because obviously nobody owes me a a penny. Um, give me a second. Let me go to my youtube channel and let me just bring it up brother uh give me one hot second yeah you it came in it came in a little bit late last night um yes i got it brother he's dropped a very generous uh two dollar super chat last night on primetime gaming uh and he said i have no idea what is coming to the playstation 5 next year uh well you know what you and sony have no idea what is coming to the PlayStation 5. So that makes us as fans even less, uh, you know, um, privy to what's going on because Sony isn't telling us. And that's probably because Highlander, Sony, they ain't got shit. Um, They probably don't have anything. You'll be lucky to get a first party game. Uh, And it's, and it could be very well, one of their gas games that is going to ultimately fail. Um, So today he dropped uh, not one, but two $5 $5 Super Chats. And the first one, he says, you missed my Super Chat last night. No biggie. Thank you for that, sir. Uh, one of my best friend's buddies got his collector's edition this morning. What? Are you kidding me? I, I need his address out. for research. Yeah, please. Purposes. Hello. We have to go talk to this young man. Uh, congratulations on getting it early. I hope that he's playing because they're not going to like ban your account. If you got it early, you got it early. Um, that's awesome, dude. Uh, And he says, uh, and he ordered it from Bethesda store. What? Wow. So that's crazy. So Bethesda broke the, the street date by a week
1: can i send um, bethesda some money for them to send me a code now <laughs> good, on you, man. good,
0: good on, on, you. on you uh highlanders I- second five dollars just says, uh my bud is going to want to play it so he does not ruin it for his friends i'm so jealous i got mine at best buy so i'll get mine next week yeah i got mine from best uh from gamestop and i have my confirmation that they've already processed my payment so it's coming i'm not gonna you know, get a banana in a tailpipe situation. Uh, Drawn TJ drops a very generous ten dollars super chat and says, "I own Samsung and LG. Uh, LG's OLED is better than Samsung's TV. Sorry, Boom, but the, that color, but the color and the gaming features on the LG's OLEDs are way better. You can get 4K, 150 frames on four. So yeah, I can get 150 frames on a new TV that I'm getting as well. And plus, it has the the um, um, Xbox Game Pass Hub." Uh, and it's 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 rated five out of five on Tom's Guide and a ton of other places. Uh, the TV literally just came out, so that, that's what I'm going to go with. I don't like LGs at all, um, so I'll just miss out on Dolby Vision, which is fine. It has all the other bells and whistles, plus they're partnered with Microsoft and Xbox, so I'm okay with that. Uh, the Welsh Gamer drops a very generous 10-pound Super Chat and says, it's not only exciting, but kind of crazy. See, just how inflated Phil Spencer's chest is. He's not only confident in Starfield, but he also knows what Xbox Game Studios has in the works for the future. Exciting times in all caps. Absolutely, brother. Uh, Voidlock drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, Tekken 8 ran from Mortal Kombat 1 and Street Fighter 6 for the best fighting game of the year. Uh, I mean, this if you're a fighting game fan, and I am, there's a lot to play. There is really a lot to play. And whole grain bread. a very generous. $2 super says, I'm going to try to make uh, the Austin Powers wiener ship. That is hilarious. Um, I, so I know some people want to make the Space Bull ship. I know for me, you got to remember, folks, I'm old. So one of the ships, and it's rather small, so I don't know what I'm going to be able to do with it um Battlestar Galactica had the, their, their their x-wing type of ships where it was just one man uh one person in the ship so I I would like to just fly that around as maybe like you know because I had build a base and hey I'm gonna go out and just you know fly around whatever uh I'm looking forward to base building which I normally don't do uh the character creation I'm gonna spend significant time in um I I just, Seven days, folks. Seven days yep. more of waiting.
1: 8 p.m. Um, August 31st for me.
0: <laughs> so you're in the, you're on the East Coast.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's okay, okay. yep. Me too. So I'm, I'm in the East, I'm, Coast, East
0: Coast, so it's 8 p.m. ET for anyone on the East Coast. Obviously, Bethesda is they said they're gonna put out a chart. Uh follow them on Twitter, uh, have alerts so when the chart goes out for your region, you'll know exactly when. You can officially download it i mean i mean we'll start playing because i already have mine downloaded uh i you know you you can pre uh, you can upload the 100 plus gigs right now and i think that's only when you buy the early access you you get the the ability to do that otherwise it's it's just waiting premium yeah Yeah, the premium premium. um which i which i did i mean who's not going to get that uh but skulls let's sell your brand brother obviously you're known as mr bethesda in these streets you have a a lot of information i would imagine that your channel is going to be buzzing with tons of starfield content where could people go and check that out subscribe hit the uh, hit the bell bell icon so every time you put content out there you'll be alerted and more importantly where could people reach out to you on social media
1: yeah so thanks again boom always an awesome time here uh looking forward to coming back and talking more Starfield after we play the game so anyone that wants to uh follow me over on youtube i have a channel where i talk about starfield rpgs a lot of other stuff uh, it's youtube.com slash skullzy and you can follow me over on twitter at uh, skullzy as well for updates uh on the channel and just other stuff starfield news i'll probably be posting a lot of gameplay pictures when the game comes out and i just gave uh Elon eight dollars now, so you might see my posts get recommended more often. So that's nice.
0: <laughs> Scott's, uh so well, listen, bro, you know, obviously you, you do a ton of Bethesda content, and I, this is now now you're coming into the now it's the end game for you and your channel. uh You're gonna have a ton of stuff out there, lots of videos, lots of opinions, and we'll be able to give us uh, give our. I would imagine you're gonna have a, a review in progress uh, that's oh, yeah. gonna be yep. you know gonna go on, and as you continue to play through this game. The review is going to go up. Uh, I'm gonna have a review in progress, obviously. Uh, when the game releases, we're gonna have a launch party that Friday morning on on uh, breakfast with boom. And uh you're gonna imagine that you're gonna to get top-notch coverage, you're gonna get some video gameplay in the background of Starfield. Uh, being the game as big as it is, there really won't be any um uh, like spoilers because I won't put any story content there. I'm gonna be doing just my explorations and some of the things I find. And I think everyone's gonna have different things. On uh, different, uh, you know, uh, water cooler moments, if you will. Um, again, shout out to over 600 people that tuned in this morning or this afternoon for this amazing new episode of X Vlog Live. Uh, tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have our regular crew with us, but we also have the Dusty Uno who's going to come through uh, for the first hour before he gets out to work. And of course, we have King David, uh, who's going to be joining us, and we're going to be talking about. Uh, I have a, I have a story here that I pulled from GameIndustry.biz, where they sat down and had a chance to a chance to talk to Xbox Chief Marketing Officer Jarrett West, and he had some pretty big things to not only say about Bethesda, but about Starfield. We're going to be covering that. We're also going to be covering the ridiculous pricing of the um, all of the new peripherals uh, for the Xbox uh, for the PlayStation handheld folks, the handheld 200 bucks. And guess what? It basically does nothing. Um, You can't Bluetooth gone. Um, Basically, in your house, you can play your PlayStation and that's about it. Uh, Complete waste of two hundred dollars. The, uh, the uh, earbuds, I think, are $250, which is more, more than the actual uh, unit. And we're starting to get some information that unless you buy these $250 earbuds, Sony has did something in a way that if you have wireless uh, headphones, you cannot pair it with this new device. Meaning that you can only use the wireless headphone, uh the earbuds. I, I, I don't know if you can use the wireless headset. I would hope so. But if that's Bluetooth, you can't. So what, what are they doing? We're going to break all of that down tomorrow. And obviously, the general, King David himself, is going to be with us to break all of it down. And obviously, it's going to be a lot of laughs. 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time tomorrow. Uh, And of course, I'm going to close out the show, folks, with something that's incredibly important. First of all, a big shout out to all of the super chats. I got to make sure that I mention that because we're owed nothing. We do this for the love of this community, and everyone has been so generous. And uh, we have a lot of big giveaways. And uh, just to give people an update in regards to the 15 copies that we're giving away of Stalker 2. Well, it has been confirmed that that is going to be first quarter of 2024 so that particular contest is going to be moved to the first quarter that's going to be our first big contest of next year we're giving away 15 copies of, of stalker two we're buying them at full price 76 43 here in new rochelle and we're going to give them away to 15 people that are going to be in the chat uh we're going to do rant, you know we're going to do a picker and if your name gets picked you tell me where you want the game whether it be pc whether you want it on uh, Xbox, and you're going to get it. So what we're going to do for the remainder of the three contests, the big ones that we have, is we're going to add another uh, another $500 to the Christmas show, meaning that when we have our end-of-year holiday show, rather than it be $1,000 like it was last year, this year we're going to do $1,500 giveaway in two hours. The prizes are going to range, probably from digital gift cards because it's much easier. But if you live outside of the United States, don't sweat it because Mrs. Mrs. Boomstick and I will transfer your winnings in monies via PayPal only to your country, where you live, so you don't miss out on the contest. Everyone worldwide supports uh, Double Barrel Gaming, and we want to support you. And any transfer fees we pay, any denomination differences, and let's say, for instance, your money is worth more in your country than it is here, we will pay the, uh, the balance. You will get whatever the prize is, whether that be uh, $200, five, uh, you know, $100, or $50, whatever it is. If you're outside of the United States, you will be awarded that. Uh, but the, we all, again, just FYI, you don't have PayPal. You got to get it because that is the only way that we do it, only because it protects us. Uh again thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for supporting Double Barrow Gaming both with the, finan- with, the with financially through the super chats and the channel memberships and of course with the views. And uh, of course I'm going to close out the show with something that's incredibly important to us. Hopefully one day it'll be important to you and that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids and he would say Craig treat others how you want to be treated and also it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules Craig I can guarantee you. Going to have an awesome day. So, take care, everyone, and we'll see you next week on the newest episode of X Vlog Live.